What up, everybody? This is your boy, Theo Pinson here with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy, AJ Richardson, who is not here again. He is getting fined. He knows it. It's okay. That means just more money for me. But, <laughs> but people, got a very special guest here, fellow champ, fellow teammate, former, I mean, teammate now. I mean, this guy's a champion at the University of North Carolina. Came in one year out, one and done. Got the bag early. Let I mean, we won a championship. Didn't see him no more. It, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, but the guy is a Carolina legend. He has a seat at the table. People, welcome Tony Bradley. Appreciate it. Hey, Tone, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Um, you have a very, very interesting story uh, coming from, where are you from? Florida. Florida. Central oh, Florida. Central Florida. Yeah. Come on, they're, they're, they're different. It's different parts. You they, got, try to, they try to section it in Florida. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely do, section they it there. You know that. You know that. But, uh, Tom, what we do here at Run Your Race, we just like to start from the beginning all the way to where you are now and just talk about the, the path that you have gone down because everybody has a race that they're running and it's, all, it's never the same. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone has a way of getting to where they are today. And, becoming the person you are today. And I think the beauty of this podcast for me is when we, when I talk to everybody on this pod, they start realizing or they sit there like, dang, I didn't think about that could have been a way that I've gotten to where I, where I am today or made the person who I am today. Mm-hmm. But, oh, before, I get, before we get started, I want to thank all the fans and all the people listening. Um, I have gotten countless love all over the country of just – people watching the pod and thank you so much it means a lot and keep keep watching i mean like i said we only getting bigger and better we got tony bradley on today come on <laughs> but tone let's start from the beginning my brother where did it all start for you uh what age did you start where you from and all that uh so where i'm from i'm from central florida mm-hmm. uh bartow florida okay and then if we really want to get into I'm, it's polk county florida a63 <laughs> Shout out to them. Uh, I'm proud from where I uh, come from. Um, and then just basketball-wise, I feel like I've been playing since the womb. My, mm-hmm. my, my mom and dad, they put the basketball in my hand at a young early. age. Early. And psh, even soccer, football, all that. Really? Yeah. A t-ball, everything. They wanted to get me acclimated just mm-hmm. to everything. So um, really, just growing up, I played in all the sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main three, soccer, baseball, basketball, or really football, so four, mm. really until uh, eighth grade. Really? And, and you had to make a decision. Had to make a decision. Well, I hit a growth spurt. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that was it. <laughs> That'll do it. My dad said, hey, it's not going to be football. Knees. I was yeah, yeah. I was, I was six 6'4", uh, going into my eighth grade summer. And then, not to mention, bro, I always had a big feet. I was yeah, in the yeah. third grade. I would wear size 11 in men. Oh my God. <laughs> Always had big feet. Listen, this man just said third grade wearing a size 11. Size 11. That is Always. nuts. Always had big feet. Um, what other, so what other sport did you like more at the time when you were younger? I was solid in football. Really? Yeah. What position? Tight end and DN. Mm, put me in motion. Uh, I played a little slot. Okay. Um, there was one team I was doing everything. I was kicking the ball off. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was doing kicking the ball off. Yeah. I could kick the ball like because again, 
playing my soccer. parents put me mm-hmm. in soccer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I feel like just growing up, um, I, again, big shout out to my parents and especially my dad, like them putting me in all of them sports. It, yeah. I feel like it helped work with everything. A hundred percent. Footwork, soccer, yes. hand-eye coordination, yes. you know Baseball, what I'm saying? Baseball, all yeah, that. Yeah, all that. Hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. So it all ended up working out. Hit a growth spurt, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Then leaning into high school, had to make a decision. It was obvious it was basketball. For sure. And then, yeah, my freshman year, I was already like six, seven, six, eight. Crazy, bro. Yeah. It's funny to think about, like, so I pretty much only played basketball and football. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was just so good at basketball, I didn't even try anything else. Mm-hmm. But when when guys talk about all the – when a couple of guys that I talk to on the pod, they talk about they play multiple sports, it all comes in handy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you're using different muscles. You're using different things to – because you have one that, like, you can just throw the ball somewhere near you. You're going to catch it. Mm-hmm. You're going to do – like, you You have the surefied hands. And I, that probably comes from football, baseball, all that. And you can run like a gazelle. Like, it all works together. It all works together, bro. Yeah. That's big time. So what was what was something that um, would you say was just mainly your height that made you stop playing those other sports and just choosing basketball? Yeah, I would say mainly my height. Um, yeah, going into my freshman year, I was six eight, and then I didn't want to go across the middle, this yeah. and that, tight end, yeah. Yeah. just try to target baseball. Yeah. yeah, baseball. Ooh, baseball, baseball. I, I didn't talk about baseball. Baseball. I, I was solid in baseball too. Pitcher played first. I, I was. The, the the weakness was me hitting probably. Oh okay. But your strike pitcher, zone was ridiculous. Yeah, I had I, I had like I had a strong arm. I just wasn't as accurate. Got you. But Got you. I could have. It was basketball, football, and baseball. Baseball wasn't far behind football. Really. Second. So. Okay. Okay, yeah. Tony. That's yeah. impressive. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I had to learn something new today. I, I, I got to throw in soccer too. Soccer, I was dominating too. Tony, first of all. <laughs> You're too damn big to play some damn soccer. Uh, 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 they would have ran all over. Uh, you, like this was like uh, fifth, sixth grade. My dad, my dad would just be putting in work. Me and my little sister, like uh-huh. footwork, jump Run. rope, ladders. My feet would just be quick. Like really, the parents would be like, "Man, there's no way he's this age." Certain like this and that. I'm like, "Man, my dad would just be like, you used to grind. That. Yeah, just be grinding. You just knew how to work. Your dad is still working you at yeah. a young age, huh? Yeah. Knew how to work. That's tough. And shout it, out to Papa Bradley, man. And it's with me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to my dad. That's yeah. big time, bro. So once you get into high school, you said you were 6'8", your freshman year? 6'8". Golly, yeah. bro. They probably checking your birth certificate, trying to see what the hell going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Bro, I, it's, I, I can talk about this all day with my dad. Like, we, we spent countless hours... Um, even growing up, my dad would be my coach in the little league. Really? Yeah. Pushing me. He'll have me. I'll be the biggest one on the team. Mm. I'll be bringing the ball up, <laughs> uh, shooting the ball. He 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 made sure I like can handle the ball. Yeah, yeah. He kind of wanted me to be a big you guard. Days. I do. I sure do. <laughs> I do. But I got an emergency kit bag right now. I could, I, if I need be, yeah. I, I could take it out. I got you. Only for emergencies only. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, I got it. Get yeah. on down the court. I feel you. <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to see. We're going to test it one time. You turn it over. It ain't happening no more, Tony. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Shit, we needed last night. We got blitzed. <laughs> but, hey, listen. My thing is, I just want to know, what time did you have of just being a kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's there there. There's a such thing of like, you you're playing 
basketball, football, baseball, like all those run together. Yeah. How did you have time to work on and get better at a sport? Was it like just during the season, that's what sport you worked on? And then once the next sport happened, you just started working on that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, they all ran together. They yeah. definitely all ran together. Um, I guess, yeah, I was just working on, if it was that time and season, I would just be working on it then. Ain't baseball, football and soccer kind of the same time. Yeah, they literally, one, when one cut off, it's on to the next. So... But I mean, it was fun and being a kid, like yeah, you're young. Too, yeah, I was young. I was just energy had all day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just to run up and down. But uh, it's I don't know. It was being a kid. That's that's just what I was. I I, I did play games. I made sure I still play video games and all that <laughs> stuff too. Well, I mean, it's just like uh, it's just a sacrifice. I just wanted to be great early, yeah. mm-hmm. at whatever sport I was playing. For sure. So. What was a so once you get to high school. You choose ba- basketball. Was it hard? Was it a hard decision for you personally? Because, like, as a kid, you're like, I still want to play these other sports. Yeah. But at the same time, once you figured out that you were going to play basketball, what was the what was the switch as far as like, all right, now I want to be this player or get to this level? What what? Who did you look up to? Pretty much, my uh, in the league, I was. Really, just looking at the best, and the best was, of course, LeBron, yeah. uh, KD. But then mm-hmm. I, I loved Tim Duncan. Like, if we were to compare something, yeah. uh, I always got that comparison. I, um, growing up in high school, yeah. that compares to Tim, Tim Duncan, Al Horford. Yeah. And so I can see that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Big fundamental. Big fundamental. So, you um, had, hey, listen, you had all that too. You still, <laughs> you got all that. It I was, could definitely see Timmy. Yeah, something. It's not, my game was none too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just I just got two of the hooks, mid range. Just want, want to try and play hard, run hard. Who'd you play AAU with? Each one, each one. Well, actually, I played EYBL. I played with the Southern Stampede my mm-hmm. sophomore year. Yep. And then my junior year, I played with each one, each one. So, loaded teams, did. both, both of them was loaded. Did y'all y'all win some? Did you win EYBL? No, nah, we we I think we got to like the final four or something like that. Or we lost to CP3, I think. Yeah. Yeah, CP3. You got, hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, you was at CP3. I was. Yeah, yeah. I never played you though. No, 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 no. But I knew you was with the team, yeah. like the organization. What high school did you go to? Uh, There's a little school called Bartow High School. Bartow High Bartow. School. You was the guy? Yeah. Do you yeah. have anybody else on your team? Uh, We had this guy named, uh, you know, I went to one of them schools to where the, fo- the football players would play. They come over at the season you. and play. Okay, okay. But they, they was athletes though. You know, they be athletes. Um, Florida's a football state. Yeah, yeah, saying. it's definitely a football state. Okay, yeah. But I mean, um, we had a couple of Division One guys. My point guard was Division One. Mm-hmm. But we always, my four years at my school, and we always won or went to the state championship. Got um, you. But we were one of like. Bartow High School is it was a small it's got it's got like fifteen to twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um but we always played and were the, one of the top teams in the state. Mm-hmm. Like we went to City of Palms my senior year and we played against uh the prep schools and stuff. We we held our own. Mm-hmm. So we always solid. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Question. Was there a was there a moment in your high school career that opened your eyes and you had to lock in a little bit more of like, I got to take my game to another level to play at the highest level. Or were you always just a high worker or 
because I talked to T Hans and T Hans pretty much was just like, I just always was always worked hard. Like it was never anything that really happened. I just was always. Yeah, uh, I would say my high school moment was where I had to like step up my game. I was like, oh, okay, I got to really lock in. Probably was my freshman year. Um, I had some seniors ahead of me that um, he, I think he went to USF. His name's Chris Perry. Mm. Um, he he really made me like lock and be like, okay, like I really have to get in the gym, and get better. Yeah. Um, he guarding him and like getting experience and, and learning from him. That that was one of those moments. That's it. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. What do you What do you think about like? I, we don't really talk about this enough. The EYBL, bro, mm-hmm. that really prepares you for like playing at the highest level yeah. that you could possibly play at. Just from the sole reason of like, it's all the top players. Mm-hmm. And when you get to college, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're playing against high level competition every single game. So you have to bring it or they're going to whoop your ass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. EYBL was some good competition. It's like the high school NBA. Who was in your class? Uh. Harry, Harry Giles. Oh, okay. Harry Giles. That yeah. class was loaded. So J- Jason Tatum, Fultz, Lonzo. Uh, Y'all had a class. Shoot. Y'all had a class. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you. Let me, let me ask you this. Let's go here. How did you, as far as like the recruiting process, you're 6'8 going into your freshman year. Everyone's recruiting you at this point. Mm. When did it start? When did it start happening for you? Like they, they, when they start coming in, yeah, like heavy, like flowing in, yeah. Probably my tenth grade year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I started going to camps. Like I went to every, like I was playing with everybody. Yeah. I just wanted to be seen. <laughs> yeah. I was one of them guys every weekend. Like, oh, he with him with with them now. Like, oh, okay. yeah, I was. You just, just wanted to play. I just wanted to play. Yeah. Then my dad was like, "You need to play every weekend with somebody. If you if your main team not playing, you gotta play with somebody else." Really? Yeah. So that's how I got better. Yeah. Um, so it was good. It was good. Um, so yeah, going into 10th grade, uh, going to all these, um, shoe brand camps, Adidas, mm-hmm. Nike, I was, I was trying to make all of them, top 100, yeah. I was trying to, I was just trying to make I it. I went to every camp. Yeah. I'm collecting that gear. And, yeah, that gear, I was just about to say the gear, <laughs> they give you five, 10 pairs of shoes. Yeah, I'm collecting the gear, B. I, I miss, that's what I miss about UIBL, they, yes. they give you some exclusive. They lace you. Yeah. They lace you up, yeah. for sure. I'm, I, that was one thing I did love about the camps, like. As much as like it was the same thing over and over again, yeah, they they rewarded you with a lot of gear, a lot of gear, a lot of gear that nobody else had. Yeah, and you be like, you be like, hey, listen, I'm tough, <laughs> bro. Hey, you not? I, I go to school walking with the gear on it, but man, I wish I could yeah. play. Yeah, I like, I feel like that guy. <laughs> facts, facts. So, Tone, let's talk about it. You're a McDonald's All American. Talk about what how that feel for you, because you know. When you're a freshman, and not even when you're a freshman, you're uh, growing up watching basketball, you see McDonald's All-Americans everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you just, I want to be that. Talk about that moment for you and your family. Yeah, so just going into high school, especially focusing on basketball, I, I just wanted to be great and lock in. So in order to do that, I wanted to be tested mm-hmm. against the best competition, whenever, wherever, at all times, really. So I want to get on the UIBL. Mm-hmm. And be tested. I, I feel like I held my own. My team was loaded, but uh, I just continued to get better going to all these camps. And again, the goal was to make McDonald's and yeah. it was, it was, it's been great. 
But then you, you go back sometimes, you look at, I'm like, man, I really did make McDonald's. Some of the awards and accolades you get, you you kind of like forget about them because yeah. it's on to the next thing. Literally. Yeah. So. And it happens so fast. It happens so fast. Everything happens fast. Like, like I, I won Mr. Florida. I, got, I won Gatorade Player of the Year, all that. I'm like, man, I'll be forgetting. Yeah. Because you, you just, like, you always, you when you come something, you just on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So. It's crazy because being a McDonald's All-American is such an honor. And how many years ago was that for me? Like, you were 14, class of 14. I was 14. 14 I was 16, so. Almost 10 years now? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's gone by that fast, like, I done forgot about it, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you got kids nowadays who watch this, who uh, they're in the process of it now, like, doing everything they can. Mm-hmm. And they think, this is it. If I make this, I'm good. Bro, there's so much more that there is to accomplish. Right. Not saying that it's not a good, huge accomplishment at all, but like you get down the line, you you just tend to forget and it's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, that I can't when I when it happened to me, I was I remember watching on the ticket and my name came across. It was unbelievable. That feeling, yeah, that, that feeling, feeling was amazing, crazy, bro. Yeah. It's like all this work I did in high school paid off. Yeah. But it so it was tough. It was tough. It, it's, it was it was like the feeling, it's that second feeling like after being drafted kind of like yeah. kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine. I yeah. can imagine. I mean, yeah. it's it's a proud moment for the whole family because you can just tell like, and you really just sit back and think, thank your parents too because like they put you in every position mm-hmm. they possibly could mm-hmm. for you to be where you were at that moment. So that it, it's dope. But yeah. tone. You you getting recruited at a high level. What made you what made you pick Carolina? What were your top five? What was your top five? I really didn't have a top five. I already knew where I wanted to go. Really? Um, yeah. You wanted to go to Carolina the whole time? Whole time. That was my dream school. Uh as soon as they got the offer, I know Coach Hubert Davis recruited me. Uh-huh. Um they kept calling, checking in. Coach Coach Williams came um and visited me a couple times. Uh-huh. I already knew where I wanted to go. You know, I just, I, didn't, I didn't want to like give it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah you still yeah. took all your visits? No, I mean, I, I I think I took two visits. Um, I think I went to Miami and Carolina. That's it. I didn't. I knew where I wanted to go. I was you weren't wasting no time. No, nah, I I mean, I got a. Uh, I think I got offered my junior year, and then I, I committed like early September. Yeah, my senior year. So I knew where I wanted to go. It was a no brainer. No brainer. Yeah, it's tough, bro. Yeah, hey, it makes it easier for you. Either I was going to go to Carolina or I was going to stay in state, either Florida or University of Miami. You're a homebody, though. I am. If you, yeah, <laughs> if, for the people that's watching this, if you know me, I'm, I'm definitely a homebody. Yes. If, yeah. if, I know Tony. He is a homebody. Real Florida boy. Real Florida boy. Like, this dude. <laughs> the fact that he came to Carolina was a blessing. I mean, Jesus. I, I don't know you know how he did that. The boy stayed in his room the whole damn time anyway. But it was crazy, bro. Like. My experience uh, getting recruited from Carolina was just, you could just feel the love. Like, you could just feel from Coach, like, he just, I feel like he showed he wanted you there. Mm-hmm. And once you, when you have somebody like that calling you and letting you know, like, I want you to play at the University of North Carolina and be a big-time player here, mm-hmm. how do you say no? 
and even piggybacking on Carolina, like I, I already knew I wanted to go there, dream school and everything. But uh, again, my dad, my dad, he would take me to see all the top players in the state. Uh-huh. Um, I would go. To, I went to McDonald's game just for like motivation, you know, to watch. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the players that popped up, he was a McDonald's player. He was in Florida. Uh, it was John Henson. Really? Yeah. So I, I used to go and drive over to watch John play all the time. Really? Yeah. So that's tough. Yeah. John was an animal. Mm-hmm. Animal. Mm-hmm. My goodness. So yeah. Tone, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> what was your, <laughs> you get the campus? What was your welcome to college moment? Uh, <laughs> man, there's a lot of them, bro. There's a lot of them, bro. <laughs> um. I think just like the speed of the game and like everybody was just strong. Yeah. Um, Kennedy, Garden Kennedy, like Isaiah and all those guys in practice, getting reps, banging against them. Like, yeah. That was that was it. That was mainly it. I was like, man, I got to lock in for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. Like. Yeah. Tony used to go in like the deep thought after practice. Yeah, I did. I you did. really I, went in the deep thought, I'm, like, and I'm I'm hard on myself, bro. I mean, you were. That's that's what I I gotta get better. I'm still like that to this day. I, but yeah, that's that's one of the, mom, the, the moments I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lock in. Tony used to walk in the locker room after practice and be like, <laughs> "It's got to be better, man. Got to gotta be better." Got to. I'm like, Tone, you all right, bro? You're a freshman." <laughs> Like, you got to go through these things. <laughs> Tony used to do this. Oh, my God. He used to do this shit. He used to piss me off. When Coach would be like, he'd be like, yo, like, it's the last one. If you make it, you're done. Tony's barely making all the sprints. Like, oh, he yeah, just yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. He knew how to get there. Yep. And he would do the same thing over <laughs> and over and over again. He will always barely make it, mm-hmm. but he made it every single time. It counts. It I counted. It. Yeah. You could not say he never made it, <laughs> but then he'd be like, last one. Next thing you know, Tony takes off like a damn gazelle. Oh, yeah. And he makes it by a landslide. We like, bro, you had that much left in the <laughs> tank for you I to finish the sprints? Oh, yeah, I had more than like, hey, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, I'm just pacing myself. <laughs> Got to. Got to. <laughs> Tony, hey, listen. I respect him. Smarter, not harder. I love. I, I loved it. That's it, in the. It, that's in the game. Like I tell people, I'm no. I'm not the fastest one. I'm yeah. not the fastest one. Big, biggest man. Fastest big man ever. You just got to know when to run. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying. Uh huh. You, you got to pick. You did a good. You did a great job of picking your spot. Yeah. Great job of picking your spots. Yeah. What was a, what was a breakout game or a moment where you like, okay, I can really play at this level, at Carolina, that happened for you. <sighs> I had a good game. Um, I had a c- good couple games in Maui. Um, <laughs> Maui was good. For us. Maui. Maui was big time for us. Yeah, I think that. I think that Maui tournament really had us th- like we can really win this thing. Mm-hmm. We was balling. Yeah, and I wasn't even playing. I was hurt, but I remember watching y'all boys like, <laughs> yo, we nice. Yeah, I got. I need to get back and be a part of this because we we got a chance. That was a fun experience. Just traveling out there. Yeah, Maui, being with the team. I think it was around Thanksgiving too. Mm-hmm. Spending for sure, spending time with each for other. Sure. It was cool. How how did how did Carolina help you as a person? Because you were a shy dude, bro. I am. You was a shy to yourself person, and yeah. I feel like as the year went on, you start gravitating to like 
the college life and just being a part of the group a little bit. How how did how did that help you a little bit? Yeah, so me, I'm 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 laid back. I'm I'm chill. Like I think it, it takes more more time being around a person like to warm up. I open mm. up slowly, but yeah. Uh, just overall the college process, it was it was fun. I kind of sort of miss it sometimes, especially like uh, having to take these classes. I try to get this degree, yeah, uh, more so. Um, but getting adapted to basketball, the basketball side in college, and then going mm. to school. It those days were long too. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's that took a toll. That's what on I don't miss. Anything. Yeah, them long old days. I think that took a toll on you more than uh, that's. It's crazy you say that, bro. Like I feel like that might be the biggest thing for a freshman. Yeah. Like understanding social life, yeah. basketball, and school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all three of those together. Like mm -hmm. our day was wake up, you got class in the morning. Mm -hmm. until probably 12, 12, 1 o'clock. Then we got practice at 3.30. Might have a lift before the practice. Yeah. Then after the practice, we get done about 5, 5.30ish. After that, we got Jen. Got to go Man. to Jen's. <laughs> got, got to go to Jen's office, do a little, uh, do tutoring or whatever. Got tutoring to about what? What tutoring starts seven? Bro, bro it, it was late, bro. Yeah, and you, I still had homework to do yes, after tutoring. And then homework after tutoring, and then you got to wake up the next day and do it all over again. Waking up hurting the next day early, man, boy. Hey, on listen. repeat, mm -hmm. it was on repeat, bro. I think, I think that is the biggest learning curve for freshmen. Mm -hmm. Like when you learn how to manage the time, and plus you just you know how to delegate certain thing like, okay, I don't have to do this today. I can just yeah. do this a little later. As a freshman, you like, I gotta do all this today, all this today, all this the next day. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And then you're getting bullied in practice by kidding <laughs> Isaiah. So it's rough as hell. And then people don't even understand. Luke was cooking in Luke, practice. Luke was cooking. Ooh, he was cooking. Like what Luke did after uh after the year you left was not a shock to anybody. Yeah. Like he was nice. Hey, my my first year though, when I came in, who shot me too was Stillman. Stillman was nice. Stillman was cooking too. Stillman I'm was like, nice. And Stillman did not play. No, Stillman was Stillman cooking. was nice, boy. So Tom, the Mau Maui was your biggest. Yeah, you went crazy in Maui. You remember mm -hmm. we went to Indiana and we got smacked. When people ask me this, bro. They're like, "What's the what's the loudest place you played at?" Indiana by Indiana, far. bro. I'm like, and people can say Cameron all they want. Yeah, it's Indiana is nuts. Bro. Play the clip. We got blitzed. I don't care, bro. I wasn't even playing, so you could definitely play the clip. <laughs> we got blitzed. It was loud as hell, man. And we smacked them the year before in the Sweet Sixteen. So they can They were ready to play, mm -hmm. bro. They're a their gym. The people are like over. Like it goes up and like it feels like the people are on top of you. Yeah, bro, it was the loudest place I ever. My ears is literally ringing. Like it was like, <laughs> bro, it was so loud, bro. I can't even describe. It. Like it made it was way louder than Duke for real. For sure. Every time someone asked me, it's I said Indiana for sure, easy, hands down. I don't know who was on that team when we played them, but it was like James Blackman and OG was OG playing. I think OG. OG no. was on that team because he that was the same draft. Oh, we're in the same draft class. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think OG played. Or, or if he if he didn't play, he probably was hurt. Yeah, I don't if they had OG, they had a stacked team. Yeah. 
Pong, they have OG? I'm, I'm pretty sure they did. James Blackman, James Blackman Rob Johnson. OG. Okay, oh, okay. Ooh, Thomas Bryant. They did have Thomas, Thomas Bryant. They did have Thomas. I think I think uh, Rob killed us that game. Somebody, I think Rob killed us that game. But mm-hmm. that was that was the eye opener for us because we had just got we didn't even go. You remember we didn't go home. I think we went straight to Indiana mm. because it was the ACC Big Ten Championship. I mean tournament uh, game. We we went to Maui and there was no point of going all the way home because we would have passed Indiana. So we just went straight there, played, yeah, got smacked, and then went home. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Oh my god! What was your favorite? What was your favorite game at Carolina? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably the national championship game. That was a favorite. Either that or, or the Final Four. Just yeah. the, the, like the overall experience, Final Four was. I didn't know yeah. it was gonna be like that. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Final Four is lit, bro. Yeah. Now, the fact that we went twice is the fact that I went twice is nuts, to be honest with you. But it's it is a very fun experience. Like yeah. just in the build up to it, yeah. is wild. Yeah. Where yeah, we sure. like, crazy playing love. in a football arena? Mm-hmm. I mean, football stadium is crazy, bro. That means you already feel like you was in the league for real. Yeah. Final Four. It's like you made it. Yeah. It's like you made it. Shout out to Price Picks, our presenting partner, the Daily Fantasy Sports Game. Head over to prizepicks.com or the app. Price Picks makes it super easy and it takes less than 60 seconds to make your entry. As AJ said, it's very easy. You pick between two to six players. It's a skill based fantasy game. You don't play against anyone, you're playing against the Price Picks projections. It's simple, it's either more or less. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports game that has injury insurance. With Prize Picks injury insurance, if one of your players get injured, your injury still stays in play. And you already know we locked in on an NFL season, but Prize Picks also offers college football and many other sports. But Prize Picks also is matching your first $100 deposit. So if you put in $100, they match $100. But if you put in $20, they match $20. Go to prizepicks.com slash race and use code race or your first deposit matched up to $100. Tony, when was the time you knew you were leaving? You're I gone now. You can say it. <laughs> I didn't know I was leaving, bro. I really didn't. I promise you I didn't. Uh, Put the camera on me, Hong. <laughs> Get the close-up. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like, for real, I was, I was just testing the waters, like, the whole time. Like, I didn't know if I was going to leave. Uh, I just was doing draft workouts and then I was getting good feedback and then I just decided to stay in the draft. He says this, but my thing is, Tony was the best big in the nation for how much time he played. They was like, your per 40 was insane. You were getting, bro, you, it, it was crazy. And we was like, Tony, you leaving, ain't you? Tony would be like, bro, I don't know. Bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I'm, I'm like, Tony, you're leaving, bro. bro. Remember right after the game, like they were saying I'd already declared for the draft. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'd never said that. They were twisting <laughs> the words around. I'm like, can we enjoy it just winning? Yeah. Then was everybody crazy. was looking at me like, man, he leaving. He already <laughs> did this and that. He, his mind's somewhere else. I'm like, bro, I, I didn't, that didn't come from me, bro. That did not come from me. It's so crazy. And it's funny about the media. And that's the <laughs> hardest thing about having a podcast because you're like part of the media now. But 
they take words and they just run with it. Yeah, they twist it and they. It's so crazy. Like we we did not think anything. Like (laughs) your teammates, we didn't we didn't think nothing of it. Like we would give you a hard time just because we just make poking fun at you. Mm -hmm. But like we never took it serious of what they were saying. They were just like. I, re- I remember seeing it. They was like, yep, Tony said he already leaving. I remember hitting the chat like, damn, Tony. You got- <laughs> like, like, it was, our, we, we didn't even get on the bus the next morning to leave to go back to the crib yeah. in Carolina. It was already out. I'm like, man. <laughs> some some hours already out. It, was, it hasn't even been an hour since we won. Like, yeah, bro. It, they're already Crazy. trying to get an answer. Crazy, bro. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. So, Tony, let's talk about our tournament run because everybody knows Tony was a one and done. Let's talk about our tournament run. You have uh, you have a very good first game against Texas Southern. Mm. Did you think it was over against Arkansas? Man, at one point I did. I'm not gonna lie. It was tough. It was tough. Hey, bro, I, I took I put that one. I put that game as one of the hardest games I ever played in my life. Yeah, bro, it was a hard game, bro. We had to grind that one out. We had to grind that one out. Yeah, that Kentucky game was nuts. Mm. I still I was I was thinking about the other uh Kentucky, the first one, the first time we played in Vegas. That game was so lit. Yeah. Uh Malik Monk. That and, was that felt like an NBA game. Mm-hmm. Like they had we had some guys on the floor. Yeah. I mean, they had just think about that team. They had Monk, Fox, and Bam. They had they had one one other person too. They had Isaiah Briscoe. They had Winion too. They did have Winion. And Winion didn't even play that much. No. They was hey, they had a squad, bro. Yeah. And the fact that we played them in the Elite Eight, bro, <laughs> like how the hell did we get that matchup? <laughs> like, what the f- that made no sense. And I'm thinking about it, like why? That should have been like a final four matchup it or something. It should have. But it was dope though. We we got the last lap, played a clip. <laughs> Big time plays <laughs> from TP. And Luke May, way to save your boy. Cause I was thinking score the whole time. I was like, I'm gonna be the hero. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat. But then De'Aaron so damn hey, fast. Didn't you make the pass to Luke? Yeah, yeah I made yeah. the pass to Luke. I was about. I was thinking score the whole time. Going down the left. Going down the right side with my dribbling with my left hand like a, like I never played basketball before. <laughs> Who does that? I go down the middle lanes, pitch back to Luke Cash. He was lit, Tony. <laughs> Who fa- somebody fell on the sideline. It's some weird shit. It had to be like Aaron. I think it was Chandler. It was Chandler. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I was, was guessing. I thought it was Aaron, but it was definitely yeah, it was Chandler. Chandler. It was definitely Chandler. I think you tried to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good times, though, bro. Oh my god. Then we bounced it up against Oregon. Yeah, that was that that time. Oregon team too. They were stacked. Yeah, they had Tyler Dorsey, mm-hmm. uh, Peyton Pritchard, uh, Dylan Brooks, Boucher. Yeah, Boucher didn't play. Remember? Oh, he did. Yeah, he was hurt. Oh, uh, that's right. He was hurt. They just had Jordan Bell. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the random dude, but they had Dylan Brooks. He only had six. Locked that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was easy. Uh, but it was a good time though. It was a good time. Oh, bro, I got a story for y'all though. So we win the national championship, bro. We are here celebrating. We all we cut down the net. Blah blah blah. We lit. We get back into the uh we get back into the locker room. I grab a water <laughs> and I'm like, the hell am I grabbing a water for the season over? I pop open a sprite. <laughs> I start drinking sprite. Everybody's celebrating. Next thing we know, we hear. Ah! Ah! 
fine for my life. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Tony is on the other side of the locker room in a full body cramp. Full body cramp. Can't move. I'm locked. <laughs> I'm locked. <laughs> I'm locked. I can't move. Not one I thing. I said, we like, what the hell just happened? Tony played the most minutes he's played the whole season <laughs> in the Nets championship game because all the bigs have foul trouble. Dude catches a full body cramp after we won the Nets championship. Everybody surrounded Tony. And I'm like, Tony, <laughs> you're still in the moment. Get your ass up. <laughs> he's like, bro, my body locked up. I, can't, I couldn't move a muscle, bro. It was it top was, five, one of the worst things you can get, bro. Bro, it full was. Full body cramp. Full. What is it? What? I've never had that. What happened? Bro, it's, it's it's the I sweat so much. Yes, I sweat yeah, yeah. so much, and I guess I didn't have my electrolyzer or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I just when you feel it coming. Yeah, bro, it's 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 terrible. It's so you've terrible had feeling. it before. Oh yeah, high school all the time. It's bad. Like one, like I had to go to ER like twice, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Twice they they had to come and get me ambulance, bro. It was bad. Like so you so that I was thinking that was the first time you ever had it. No, 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 no. I begin them. For real, it's bad. It's bad, bro. God, bro, oh, I'll <laughs> never forget, bro. Dude, full body cramp in the back of the locker room. Everybody like, yo, what the hell is going on, bro? Trust me, I want to celebrate too, but <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I want to celebrate too. Tony, Tony had to go back to the go back to the room, drink some electrolytes, get his body <laughs> right. That shit was crazy. I was hurt. That was a good time though, bro. Oh my god, what a special team! Mm-hmm. What a special team that we got that done. That was a big ass team we played though, bro. Yeah, Jeez. Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh my god, is that Collins? Yeah, they was they was nice. They was nice. But Tone, you take it to the next level. How many workouts you do? I did like fifteen or sixteen. Damn. Yeah, trying to get it, trying to get it, trying to get it. I just wanted to see if I like just to get good feedback. Yeah. So what? Did, what was? What did you get back? Uh, well, some teams. Well, because Utah ended up drafting me, they, yeah. they were telling me like, hey, um, basically, if we take, you, they asked me like, if we take you, are you cool with playing in the G League and this and that your rookie year? I'm like, cool, yeah. Uh. If, if you take if we take you in the first round, you want to play in the G League most likely. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Just continue to develop, work on my game. Yeah, ended up working out. So, I mean, I mean, it was not it was not like a promise. It was just yeah. more so like, if we did, are you cool with it? Yeah. If we did it, so I was like, yeah. Well, hey, listen, first round, first round. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, take it. That shit too. <laughs> but that's crazy, bro. Like doing 15 workouts, you trying to do everything you can to just put yourself in a great position for you and your family. Mm-hmm. And you did that, so I'm super proud of you for that. Yes, sir. Appreciate what is, talk about the draft night. Talk about that for you and your family. Like that's that's the pinnacle of, I did it. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone goes off of like, yeah, it's about getting the second contract, but like mm-hmm. you did it. You got drafted. You got to the NBA where you worked on everything to get to this moment. Talk about that moment for you and your family. Yeah, so uh I could have I probably could have went to was it New York for the draft, been there. Mm. Um maybe sat in the green room or something or, or whatever that's called, but me me I'm a big family guy, so I yeah. decided to stay at the crib and just celebrate with my family. Mm. Um I have all my close ones, my loved ones there and just uh be there, be present in the moment. But uh 
It was that that night was ner- like I was so nervous. Really, I didn't know if I was even going to get drafted. Really, the range from maybe being a first round draft pick, early second round draft pick, but you know how things go sometimes. Yeah, you never know. You never know. So, just waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, it got to like pick twenty. I think it got to pick twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, and then that was still back in the time to where like. Shams and Woj, they was already letting the notifications out early. Mm-hmm. So then I see my name on there. I'm like, oh, they drafted me. And then my phone rang like two minutes after. That's crazy, and bro. Then, yeah. You was lit. That was lit. That's tough, bro. Never forget Did it. you, was there anyone else that you thought that was going to pick you up before Utah did? Because you got drafted 24, right? I got drafted 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think there was word that the Spurs were, actually Utah moved up to get me. They had okay. the 30th pick. So I think San Antonio had the 29th pick. I think they were going to pick me. Okay. But uh, they moved up. Utah moved up to get me. That's so, tough, bro. Yeah. Man, this man goes from Florida to North Carolina to Utah. To Utah. That shit cold. It's different out there. It's like <laughs> a whole other world out there, bro, especially when I got there. It's, it's better now. It's way better now. But when I got there, it was... Not like it is today. It was just different. Yeah. I feel like you're in a whole nother world. A whole nother world, brother. Yeah. Hey, when I every time I fly into Utah, bro, it's like a I feel like I'm in a bowl. Yeah. Like you just surrounded by a mountain, bro. Yeah. It it, it, it don't yeah. look real, the mountains. It no. looks like it's just a fake background. Yes. It really does, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's so you get to Utah and you're a homebody. Talk about how big of a transition that was for you. I mean, me being a homebody, I, hey, it's it's a smooth transition for me. Because you're just going to stay I, at I'm home. just going to look be in my four walls. Yeah. <laughs> be in my four walls. I got my, my PS4, PS5. I'm yep. cool. You're good. Yep. Yep. What was it when you get to Utah? Um, what was your biggest, what was your welcome to NBA moment? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Every day. Rudy Gobert. Uh, trying to get a shot off. Um, playing against him. Guarding him, strength. Again, it was the same really for as college. It was the speed, the 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 pace of the game, and the strength. Um, yeah, and I knew I had some work to do. Yeah, I do. I knew I did. So, who else was there? Uh, Donovan, Joe Johnson, Joe Ingles, Dante Exum. I had a squad. I think Emmanuel was there. No, yeah, the, Emmanuel was there. Yeah, yeah, Emmanuel, Emmanuel was there. Was there. Um, Tabo Cephalosha, um, Epe, Udo. There's a lot of guys that came in and out of there. My, I, I was there for three years. So, cause y'all, y'all, uh, y'all beat the Clippers for sure. Did y'all lose? No, we lost to we lost to uh, Oklahoma City. Be, no, we we went to the second round. I think my my yeah, my y'all got to the second round. We lost here. to Houston though. We beat Oklahoma oh, City. Yeah, we lost yeah, to Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they beat Houston. No, they lost to Houston the year before. And yeah. They played them again, lost them again. Got mm-hmm. you. Yeah, got you, dude. Yeah, I mean, to come in the league and first off, you got to practice against Rudy Gobert every day. Yeah, defensive player of the year mm-hmm. every single day. That's tough. It's tough. What was your what was your breakout game? Breakout game. My breakout game didn't happen until my third year in, in the league. So you didn't you didn't play your freshman your rookie year. Uh, well, if I did, it was probably like last 
two minutes or 30 seconds. Yeah. But when I really got meaningful minutes, it was my third year. Really? Yeah, third year. Um, I think the it was Ed, oh yeah Ed, Ed was out there with me Ed Davis. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was something was going on. He, he just missed a game and I was, my number was up. They called me. I played well. I think I I think I started against Milwaukee. I had a good game. I had a double double. So sound about right. Mm-hmm. Sound about right. Yeah. Tony, I mean you get you you're with Utah. You're playing with. Donovan Mitchell, superstar, Joe Johnson, Hall of Famer. I mean, mm. the the guys are literally all around you for you to be successful and uh, to develop your game and watch people who do it at a high level. Talk about how beneficial that was for you to see those guys every day to uh, just add things to your game and just make you better. Yeah, so it inspired me, um, especially Donovan. He came in. Um, um, we came in together, of course, but really from day one, he Donovan was always good. Yeah, yeah, he came and he was just cooking. Uh, he had that work ethic, and it has inspired me and motivated me. Like he, he'd come in before practice, he'd come in after practice. He was he, Donovan literally is the person to come in to be the first one there and the last one to leave, almost every time, especially when I was in Utah. Yeah, so. Being around those guys and motivating me. So Joe, nothing surprised you with him. Yeah, not at all. All all the stuff, all the stuff he's getting out, all star, this and that, scoring, it doesn't surprise me at all. No. No, nah, Don Don has an unbelievable work ethic. I mean, yeah. the dude. He wants to be great and is. Even knows. even better guy off the court. Oh my so. God. Unbelievable person. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. person. Yeah. What is um just going on experiencing the playoffs? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you first experienced the playoffs, what was that feeling like for you? It's a completely different type of basketball than regular season. It's high level. Yeah. Like it's, it's, were, more, it's way more intense, too. And you got to be locked in. Yeah. You got to be locked in. Yeah. What is let's – go, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room, Tony. You're a part of the team that started it all. Mm-hmm. COVID. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hog, Hog, this is a story for you, my boy, and to all the listeners. Tell them what happened that night that you were so excited and then all your, everything got to shambles. Hey, hey, uh, you're going to see the clip. You're going to see the clip. But, <laughs> hey, that night, that night before the game, I was so excited, man. We was prepping because uh, Rudy had already, they already said Rudy had. COVID. Yeah. Or no, no, Rudy wasn't feeling good. Yeah. They, they didn't say they it was didn't COVID. They didn't say anything. They just so said he wasn't feeling good. Yeah. So I was preparing, like, he was already going to be out. So I'm next man up. I was starting. Um, I think they even had a play. Uh, a play drew, drew up for me. I was supposed to shoot a three. I'm like, I ain't never had no play drew for me. First play the game is supposed to be for Tony for three. <laughs> he, he teed up. Watch, I hope, I wish we could have like the warm up clip. Because you know he shoots straight threes and warm up. Straight threes. <laughs> Holding the release, <laughs> both hands. <laughs> I wish uh, he um, So yeah, I'm lining up against Steven Adams. Um, I'm ready. I'm trying to get the ball. Then the doctor, the uh, Oklahoma City team doctor, was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And so everyone's looking around. So y'all were on the court about yeah. to start the game. Yeah, referee had the ball in his hand. He was about to throw it up. The, 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 um, the doctor came from the other opposite side. He was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And then everybody was looking around. And then they told us to go back to our bench. And then they soon told us to go back to our locker room. Then we were, then we were stuck in our locker room in Oklahoma City Arena for like 
roads till like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Because our um, the hotel we stayed at in Oklahoma City wouldn't let us go back. Cause Cause, hell no. Yeah, because of COVID and stuff. We couldn't. So we had to fly. Like It was a long process because we didn't know what we were, do- were going to do. And then we had to get tested. So everyone had to come in the locker room and like they had all these masks on and their whole outfits on. Mm-hmm. And had to test us, and this these are the tests where it went all the way to to the, yeah, to the yeah, brain. To your brain. So <laughs> it was tickling, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's one of them them days, with memories I never forget. So I heard Chris gave y'all some wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely got us white right with the wine. Yeah, that's crazy. he got us right with the. I wine. didn't know y'all were on the court about to start the game. Yeah, we were literally about to start. He that's was like just about to throw the ball up. Yeah, it's definitely a documentary for sure. They got it. Shit. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> and, and my man E-Man wasn't there. No? Nah, he, he was sick. Oh. But he was just sick. He, he didn't have COVID, but he was just sick. Dang. But they thought he had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody texted him and said, no, nah, bruh. Ain't no way Africans get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> No, that that was actually crazy though, man. <laughs> Shout out to E Man, bruh. Ain't no way Africans get COVID, bruh. <laughs> that yeah. is crazy. Tony, you was in Utah for how many years? Three, three, three seasons. Three seasons. So you went, you played a lot in the bubble though. Yeah. You played a lot in the bubble. Yeah. Talk about that. Run Don went on in the bubble. Mm. Him and um, him and Jamal. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Y'all smoked that shit though. Yeah, we three one. <laughs> yeah, we smoked it, bro. Y'all smoked it, bro. We really smoked it. We really smoked it. Them boys was going at it though. Them like, boys was going at it. What is that? What is that like when two players are playing at that high of a level where they're both like dropping fifty and you're just out there, like you're just watching them. <laughs> Just go back and forth, back and forth. Bro. Bro, it's really nothing I could say. It's just like, there's going back and forth. I mean, it was bucket after bucket. He'll make, he'll make one, he'll make one. It's like they was just trying to outdo each other at this yeah. point. But um, I think the, the craziest part was being in the bubble. Like, after the game, you see the team you just played, you walk yeah. by them. I remember, I remember the clip, uh, uh, I think, Jamal Murray posted it, but like after the game, Don, was sitting on yeah, the, Don was sitting on the, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like <laughs> I, I really couldn't imagine that because, like, I'll be talking and shit. So like, if I'm talking and then I see you after the game, outside, and I'm like, I really don't like you at this moment. Yeah, so it's it has to be a strange feeling. Don, yeah, Don was not like he was not laughing at all. He did not want to see Jamal after that because uh, we just lost. Yeah, I mean. When y'all lost game six, mm-hmm. what was the feeling like? Game six. Did it go game seven? It went to seven games? I think it went seven, didn't it? it yeah, it did. It did. It did. It, it had did. to go seven. Because y'all was up 3-1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, game six? Bro, we was just trying to finish the series. We were just trying to finish it. It's I know, just, but once you lose game six, game seven, it's like, psychologically, you're like, shit, bro. <laughs> like, we done lost all these damn games. We had these motherfuckers beat. It has yeah. to psychologically be tough for the team. It's it's tough, bro. I was talking to some one of the other guys on the team on Denver at the time. 
they was already mentally in Cancun. In Cancun. They already had booked their flights and everything. And they ended up coming back. Ended up coming back. I guess we kind of, I guess you could say we are already. Got a little comfortable because you were yeah, up 3-1. Yeah, and we are already looking to for who we're going to play next round. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because who would have been next? I think that was Clippers. Wasn't it? Was it the Clippers? That was Lakers. Or was it, it, was it was Lakers. Lakers. You sure? I think it was. It might have been Clippers. Because Denver. Who's y'all? Did y'all play first? Y'all played Denver first round? Yeah. Yeah, we played Denver first round. I think it was Clippers. Yeah. It yeah. Was. Yeah. Damn, that would have been tough one too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you played three years, so that was your last year with Utah Mm -hmm. after the bubble. After the bubble. So after the bubble, you're a free agent? No. I just got traded. I got traded to Philly. I was in Philly. You was in Philly? Yeah. I was in Philly for that half was a, a short season. stint. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. I split the next season with uh, Philly, and then I got traded uh, again, to Oklahoma City. Got you. So you yeah. did Philly, Oklahoma. You didn't play that much in Philly. Uh, I I did like because um, Joel, whenever he didn't play, I would start, and I was there with Dwight Howard, and Dwight didn't want to yes, start. Yes. So uh, got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Yeah. How'd you like that? How'd you like Philly? I loved it. Um, but when we talk, I said Rudy Gobert. When I say Rudy Gobert, then I <laughs> I go to Joel and you the backup. Yep, yep. And then guard him at practice. Yep. Oh yeah, bro, that's crazy. Joel, bro, bro is, you had the White Howard. Yeah. And Joel and Bead. Yeah. You had to go against them. Every, Both damn, them. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> bro, you going against some <laughs> monsters, dog? Yep. Hmm. Both of them, both of them, monsters. Um, what was your sight? Well, I mean, you had to be sitting at the locker like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't doing that bad. I mean, I- I, 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 I believe you. I mean, like, them boys strong, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was holding my own. Like, um, Joel, though, bro, he is just different. <laughs> 300, like 300 pounds, seven foot. You, underestim- you underestimate his feet. Yeah. He's, bro, I tell people he's like KD, but he's 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Feet work is crazy. His feet are way quicker than what you think. Yeah. He's way faster than what you think. Bro, he he just really shocked me, bro. I bet. I mean, the dude is a, as far as like scoring and getting to where he wants to. Yeah. At that size is unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I think people don't, and people need to know this, like Dwight Howard is easily top 75. Yeah. Yeah. That is no question about it. Mm-hmm. He is a Hall of Famer. He is. The fact, bro, the fact that you, that's who you were going against and you were in the same locker room as far as like, those are just great players in general. That it, it, it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So then you go to OKC. Okay, see. How'd you like that one? That's where I, that's where I ended up being with J Jack. Yeah. Again. Um that was cool. We just was was a losing season. They yeah. was they was focused on trying to get um Chet. They was got that, him. Was that Chet? Uh, 
No, that, no. That was that was Giddy. I think it was Giddy then Chet. Yeah, they was focused on the draft and who they're going yeah. to position. Y'all knew what that. it was. Yeah. Y'all knew what it was. It was smooth. It, like, I like the organization and everything, but yeah. um, I still got to play. So it was cool. That's all that matters. You got on the you got on the court. Yeah. Then you go to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, man. That's a different type of living up there. You talking yeah. about cold as hell. Yeah, yeah. It is cold as hell in Chicago, bro. It's cold, but it's one of the best cities I've been in, though. City wise, uh, I'm not no li- nightlife person, but <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> That's all I got. Sound like you are. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it brought yeah, Chicago brought it out of here, my boy. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Chicago's nice in the summer. Chicago's yeah. nice in the summer, bro. Yeah. Like real beautiful weather. Real beautiful weather. Yeah. So you get there. You have uh, Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demar just gets there. Yeah. Y'all get there at the same time. Same time. Talk about those two. Killers. 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 Uh, Demar, mid range game. He is a monster. He'll pump fake you to death. He gonna get you in the air. He gonna get you. He, he gonna get you. And you game plan for it all the time. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do. It looks his puffy looks so realistic. Great footwork. <laughs> yes. So it's just like, and then Zach, man, he's just so like bouncy, mm-hmm. explosive, quick. Those two together, man. And then he can shoot it. Yeah. At a high level. Yeah. Talk about the situation of just y'all started off so hot. And then losing Lonzo, how big of a loss that was for y'all? That was a big loss. Um, they, they, even now, they need him back. Mm-hmm. Um, we were rolling, too. Um, number one in the East. Number one in the East going into the break. And then from there on, <laughs> that was two years ago, I think. Yeah. It has been the same. It ain't been the same. Since. Nope. I mean, he just, it's just like y'all play so free and fast. And he got y'all in everything. Y'all needed to get it, and he played. He was playing at such a high level, bro. Yeah, feel terrible for him. He makes he makes some of those hard passes, difficult passes, look so easy, bro. So easy. Yeah, so it's just a natural instinct he has. And then like it's, and you wanted to play with him because you knew you was gonna get the ball if you was open. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he made everybody look good. Made everybody look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing where you you you. You just want to appreciate guys like that. You yeah. understand? Understand? Like, yeah. People hate Trey Young. People don't like him. But like, you got to appreciate guys like that because they still, they play at a high level and they make everyone else's job so easy. Yeah. Where it makes the game look beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And I think uh, Zoe is one of those guys for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough. I think I thought y'all were going to come out to play in last year. I really did. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it, I think y'all ran into a, clearly a hot ass Miami team. I mean, they went to the damn finals. But yeah, y'all y'all definitely had a team where y'all had a chance to at least get out of there. Those last three minutes, I thought I thought they was gonna win. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. tough. That was a tough one. I mean, well, when I say they win, Chicago win, but yeah. Miami ended up winning. Of course, you said like you said they went all the way to the finals, so. It was crazy. What a run they went on. I mean, the f-ing beat breaks off of Milwaukee like that is not easy. No. Not easy at all. Mm-mm. But now, Tony, where, where where are you at now? What 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 are you doing now? Right now. Let the people know. Right now I'm with the Texas Legends uh, in the G. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to 
right now I haven't really been playing. I've been trying to come back and get back healthy. Been battling a couple of things, but that's where I'm at right now. That's the status. What is the uh what's the biggest thing mentally for you that um what's some advice you would give somebody in your position where you are? You've been in the league. Was it year five? I've been I, I, I no, played six years. Six years. You're in year six now. No, oh no, you're is, going into this is a seven. You're going you're in year seven now. What is some advice you would give somebody as far as like staying grounded, keep moving forward, like just understanding like this is just a different situation when you're taking it like a pro? Uh the way I see it, I just I just say be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. I, that's always my motto. Be where your feet are. Don't worry about tomorrow or yesterday. Just be where your feet are. Keep chopping wood. Mm-hmm. Um let everything take care of what it's supposed to take care of. Um that's a, that's a, that's what I see. For sure. So. For sure. No, Tony, I mean, I, I feel like you've definitely handled it. Because, like, not a lot of people handle the way you do. You come into work every single day. You haven't been able to play yet, mm-hmm. uh, bearing injuries. But at the end of the day, you you come in, do your work, uh, do your extra work to try to get back on the floor. And not a lot of people do that. And mm-hmm. I commend you for that. And I think it's really big time. And set a good example for the young group we have right mm-hmm. now. But I can't wait for you to get back on the court so we can hoop together again. And, Me too, uh, bro. We can get back to where we, we both feel like we deserve to be. The the way I see it is, man, I'm this basketball is a bonus, man. Like, yeah. I'm grateful. For I'm sure. grateful for life. I'm grateful for my family. The way you look at it, man, this all this game, it's just a bonus. Like yeah. healthy, playing. It's just mm-hmm. the love of the game, man. Like over the years, it took me some time to realize that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm not finna stress or anything. For sure. So it's talk cool. and I think that's something we should talk about as far as like the mental health piece as far as there are definitely times you sit here and you just like in deep thought, like, can I do this? Yeah. Can I take this stress? Can I take the not knowing, the unknowing? Yeah. And you have a great saying, like, be where your feet are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just understand, like, whatever happens, all right, cool. Deal with it, move forward, and try to make the best of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's the hardest thing. It's very easy to say. Yeah. Harder to do. I, I was telling somebody the other day, because uh, part of the reason why I'm in the G, I didn't play as much my last, really, two years I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have been stressing. I, I ain't gonna lie. My first year, I was stressing. I didn't play, you know. Um, I was stressing, stressing, stressing. It was eating me up. I ain't gonna lie. My second year coming into it, um, mentally, I had a different approach. Mm-hmm. Knowing, you know, prepare like, hey, if I don't play, I'm not gonna just spaz. Yeah. Or, or stress, you know, it's out of my control. I can't control if I get on the court. Yeah. Or, 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 you know what I'm saying? I can't control if the coach tells me to, you know, get in the game, check in. But at the end of the day, I still have to approach, stay ready, you know what I'm saying? Act like I'm, you know, something, it, it happens quick, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, prepare like I play 20 minutes every night, you know, because so, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like, I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful. For sure. For sure. That's a that's a huge thing is just being staying ready at all times mm-hmm. because you never know when your number's gonna be called. I, I could tell a a personal story. I remember last year, uh, when I was with the Mavs, there was one game we played at OKC. Um, a couple guys were out and I wasn't in the rotation. And and I and I and I ne- and I am as long as I've been in the league, I've never done this. And I was upset. I was pissed. I was like, 
why the hell am I not playing? I know I can play and help. You know what I'm saying? And I had played some games before in the season. Actually, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't played that much yet either. But I was like, why aren't I playing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, as soon as, next thing you know, they called my name. And I was not ready. No. And I went in and fucked up. And next thing you know, I, I took, once again, that, that is a prime example of just stay ready. You never know when your number is called and always be prepared because mm-hmm. you never know when your number is going to get called and you got to step up in that moment. And that could have helped me down the line. Yeah. Could have helped me play in the next game, in yeah. the next game. Of course, I, I mean, I got another opportunity and I made the best of it and I never would ever do that again. Mm-hmm. But that's just me being vulnerable and understanding like I know why I went in and played like that because I got in my own head and I shut myself down and not being prepared on uh, the game. And that's ultimately why I am the way I am on the team. Like I'm involved, in, I was so involved in the games because I want to be ready if my number was called. I know what we're doing. I know what coverage we're in. I know who does what and when, and you know what I'm saying? So. I feel like that helped me out a lot, bro. It just in general, it's it's hard to stay ready, bro. It is like like it is for the ones that don't get playing time, trying to stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? Everything it's it's hard, bro. It yeah. is. It is. It is. But Tony, uh, I appreciate you coming on, brother. It's appreciate been an you. unbelievable pod. I think a lot of people can learn a lot from your story and what you have done throughout your whole process mm-hmm. of getting to where you are today, and uh. Again, thank you enough. Appreciate yeah, you. Appreciate it, bro. Thank Got you. a couple questions for you, though. Mm-hmm. Deeper back, <laughs> Shay or Luca? Mm. Chill out, bro. Deeper back. I have to say Shay. I have to say Shay. Bag. Just we're just talking about strictly bag. Strictly bag. Yeah. Okay. Shay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean. Did we do the statue question? All right. Tony, do you think Kawhi Leonard deserves a statue for the Toronto Raptors? How long was Kawhi in Toronto? Kawhi was there for one year and he won a championship the first year he was there and he left. It, he was there nine for months. a nine months, went in there, won a chip, Beat the Warriors and said, thank you, but I want to go home. That's all that happened. It wasn't like I'm just leaving the city. Statue for one year, championship. Ah, I don't see it happening, bro. I don't see it happening. <laughs> Respectfully, I don't see it happening. That's, I, I, that's, that's just, I, I feel like he should get a statue. <laughs> I, I really do. If I'm a GM or owner, I'm like, listen. Let's build this man a statue. I'm with you. I'm with you. But like, do, can do you can you really see that happening though? One year? <laughs> In all honesty, I don't see it happening. <laughs> but I feel like it should happen. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I'm don't see it happening, but I feel like it should happen. I'm with you on that. But it is what it is. Uh, I mean, I think I think Kyle Lowry would get a statue before he would. Yeah. In all, in me just being blatantly honest, but do I think Kawhi should be right there beside him? In the fadeaway or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'll be good. I think so. That would be. You know? Yeah. Or like holding a trophy in Golden State. 
something. With and somewhere in the background right doing him, something. Like a little hong right beside him, mad as hell. <laughs> 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 nah, man, but that's another episode of Rain Race. Once again, thank you everybody who tuning in, man. It's been unbelievable and we only getting bigger and better. Y'all know what to do. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And listen, y'all know, keep sharing it with everybody. All the love is very deeply, deeply appreciated. And thank you. Peace.